Welcome to today's podcast. I'm here with Heidi Patterson from HP Cleaning and Support Services. And today we're going to talk about staff retention and additional support services that she and her team provide to families. Before we start, Heidi, we've actually just recorded this podcast, but I forgot to turn the mics on. So I'm going to make Heidi do the entire podcast again. So Heidi sat there going, I can't believe you've just done this to me, Louise. So Heidi, welcome. Hi. Again. Welcome again. So Heidi, um, we're going to talk about staff retention, first of all. You have done amazingly with your team. Your retention is phenomenal, isn't it? Yes. Tell me more about what you're doing and why people love you so much. Um, I have mainly staff approaching me for roles. Uh, We live in a small village and we're quite well known. Um, And I have a lot of school community, mums and dads, approach me for work. And that's kind of the dream. You know, most people are struggling like crazy to grow their cleaning businesses. And you're there, like, having people queuing up to work for you. Yes, yeah. I think we're very well known in the area. Um, We're a little bit different in what we offer, which makes the job role very interesting. Um, And we're quite well known for the, the training that we provide to our staff. Amazing. So you're talking about the training. It's not easy, is it? You, no. It's the support services as well. What training programmes do you have to put your staff on? So uh, when they join us, uh, they have an enhanced DBS and confidentiality statement are the main two things before they join. They then sent the link to all the training, which uh, we go through the Jangro cleaning courses. Yep. And then additionally, they have dementia buddy training, one day first aid training, food hygiene, and we have a couple of training courses around mental health and um, supporting the elderly. Wow, so your team are very well trained and it must take a while to go through those training courses. Yes, yes, so I think it's a bit of a deal breaker. Perhaps when I send uh, that link out, then that soon sorts out any ones that perhaps aren't going to make it through our recruitment process. Okay, and you've got quite a stringent recruitment process, haven't you? Kind, yes. caring, friendly. Yes. But you yes. know what you want. I know what I want, yes. And what do you want? <laughs> um, I need people with rhinoceros skin that aren't easily offended, that are uh, strong team players, but then can work independently just as well. So you mentioned rhinoceros skin, and I love the the phrase you use there. That's not always something we look for from cleaners. No. Why, what is it you do, and why do they need to be so hardy? So a lot of our customers may have uh, mental health issues or dementia, and it may be that you have to work hard just to get through the front door. So we may often be swore at or uh, doors not open to us or we may get halfway into a room and they're trying to chuck us out because they've had enough of us now. (laughs) And you're not even in the room yet. No, that's it. So we have to very much have uh, good negotiation skills, Uh, be very calming influences um, and learn the best way to work with that specific customer. 
Wow. And you would have thought, given that there is a recruitment crisis, they're all, it's always hard in the care industry, you are not carers and you're very nope. clear that you're not carers. Yep. But there's also a recruitment problem in the cleaning industry. Yes. So you're sat there really in two challenging industries, somewhere in the middle there. Yes. And why are you not having this problem? I think um, they get the best of both worlds. So they may have a cracking day and it's clean after clean. And then they may have the next day where they are supporting a customer to hospital dealing with families to relay what we've been told at hospital. And then usually if it is a hospital appointment, we would end with a nice uh, lunch in a cafe or country pub, sort of a, a nice ending to what may have been a challenging day for that customer. Oh, wow. And what a nice job to take someone else out for lunch. Yes. I'd love to do that, yes. be paid to take someone for lunch. Amazing. But you provide quite a few things to your staff. You keep them motivated and um, you give quite a lot of rewards don't you yes yeah so that's a big thing for me so uh, rather than bombard staff all the time with issues or with good feedback we just have a weekly newsletter that goes out every friday morning and that will recognize the shining stars of the week and it will also pick up any issues that have arisen that week and it all comes out in that one newsletter um, the rewards for the staff, I'm really big on thank you cards, little gifts, scented candles, chocolates, um, and I'm really big on uh, team meetings. So we will have a quarterly team meeting where I will buy everybody uh, breakfast and we have a very set structure, but then we always have a, a, a good laugh for the last sort of 20 minutes. So, so just to your weekly newsletters, because I sat there when you told me that and I thought, what, that is ridiculous. I know how hard newsletters are to write and to be committed to doing yeah. that is hard. You do do it on WhatsApp, don't you? Absolutely. So as things crop up through the week, rather than uh, forget them or I just pop them onto the notepad in my phone, head up newsletter for week commencing, pop issues in or good feedback as they've popped up and then on a Friday just make sure it's got everything in I need for that week and then send it out. Amazing, amazing, great way of staying in contact. And very, very fast. And you're, you're really, we've talked there about what you're giving back a little bit to yes. the community. Yes. You give a lot back, don't you? Yes, we do lots of uh, charity events. Uh, we like to involve our customers, so we've done sponsored walks, we've made key rings, um, we're having a charity ball next year which will involve selling tickets to our customers and staff and families. Um, I think last year we raised about £2,000 for Leeds Children's Heart Unit, the ball is set to raise, we're aiming for about £5,000. Amazing, but first cleans as well. Yes, so 20% of every regular first clean goes back to the heart unit. Um, in return, we have got well known for that and a lot of our customers are doctors, paediatricians, nurses from our local hospitals. But this is personal as well, isn't it? It isn't yes. just because you love the heart unit. Clearly no. you do. I do love the heart unit. Uh, but you spend a lot of time there. Yes, yes. So I wouldn't have my daughter if it wasn't for that heart unit. Um, she would not have survived uh, her young years without her open heart surgery. So I had her at Leeds. And then once I'd had her, she was kept alive 
for six days in intensive care until uh, she was strong enough or they felt she was strong enough for her open heart surgery. Goodness. So this is you giving back and yes. this will continue Yes, it, yeah. so that you can yeah. make a difference to other people's lives yes, as well. Yeah. Her, her surgery alone and everything that went into me and her and that's gone into my other children will run into hundreds of thousands of pounds. So if this is a little something I can give back, then we will do that for as long as we can. But you, so you give a lot back to the community, but you give so much to your staff. There's a lot of development opportunities. Yes, yes. So uh, they come in and join the team. And then once they're established and they're happy in what they're doing, um, then I'm very much again in the newsletter. If you're wanting to develop, come and speak to me. And I will uh, see where I think they will shine. And we have lots of different roles through training coordinator, team leader, health and safety lead, um, our charity group. Uh, yeah, so. But this is double-edged. You're giving it to them, but you also describe it as I delegate. Yeah, I'm <laughs> delegating and they're getting a chance to shine and they're loving it. And likewise, if they don't want to do it, and I do have them where they're just happy doing their job and that's fine. Well, that's amazing. And and your job, now this is where it gets really interesting because you are not an average cleaning company. We've started off discussing this. Um, tell me, what do you actually provide in addition to cleaning? Uh, so we work for a lot of busy professional families. So we may be ironing school uniforms, preparing food, unpacking shopping that would be in a busy household perhaps to work for me <laughs> yes <laughs> i need yes. you yes we'll move nearer go on go on you do so, other things yeah so that may be for a busy professional uh husband and wife doctor team or and then likewise we work for um a lot of vulnerable clients that are still in their own home living independently however need that extra support to make sure that they have got the right food in the fridge on Friday to see them through the weekend because we're not then going to see them till Monday. Right. And you build some really good relationships, don't you? Some quite unusual relationships. Yeah. I say unusual. Unusual to me. They need you. You are, you're amazing. Tell me, what do you do? What do I do? So we have a lot of families, um, uh, sons, daughters that may live abroad. So we'd be the main point of contact for that person in this country. And they've got, you deal with dementia, Alzheimer's, yes. don't you? Yes. Which can be challenging. Yes. And their family adore you, don't they? Yeah, we do our best. <laughs> you don't want to be too arrogant. We do our best. No, I don't want to be too arrogant. But um, they have to be the right fit for us as well. So... Um, I wouldn't necessarily take on every customer and I won't bite off more than I know we can do. So I'm very specific that I know we can deliver the service that that customer needs. And if I go and it's not a service we can deliver, then I will, I will signpost them to who I think would be a good fit. Perfect. And you're pretty well known in the village for doing this, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And you don't just get calls from uh, customers. No. I believe you get calls from the local pub, don't you? Yes, yeah. So we've got uh, some customers that may still live alone and like to go to the village pub for a pint or ten. <laughs> and then we may get a concerned call from the barmaid that they have one of our customers in there and they're concerned how he will get home. Um, he may have also made a mess in the pub. So it's a bit of a double-edged sword that we would go and sort out whatever needs sorting out because it's not the fault of the pub. So we would go sort the pub so that they, that customer can continue to use that pub and have that service. And that's what you want. You want them to be integrated in the community. Yes. But the reality is, you know, if they've had an accident on the pub floor, they the pub, could be barred. Yeah. Whereas if they know that they yep. can call you and you're going to come Absolutely. sort it out. all sorted. And then we obviously would make sure that that person got home safely. Do you know, and that is a dream service because I know that I've got elderly relatives that you would love someone to just sort out these kind of problems. Yes. Go, please keep her happy. That's yes. all we want and keep yes. everyone happy around her. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And um, you do quite a few other things as well, don't you? You um, are very involved in the community. Yes. The, the school is the hub of your community. And you yes. tell us about the playground. <laughs> well, not the playground. You in the playground more specifically. Uh, so I have a lot of school uh, mums working for me. Um, and we would all meet together obviously we're all there at the same time wearing our uniforms and we are like a little group um but i'm very firm in from the beginning that we don't discuss our customers at playground uh, so we all have confidentiality statements and so we, we're well known for having the banter but it's always really with each other um, we wouldn't discuss our day in the playground but then a lot of people would come to us to ask questions perhaps about benefits or support for an elderly relative so you're the go-to place yes. now you do some interesting team building with your team when you told me i was like team building is this team building you like to do a good event on a saturday don't yeah, you yeah yeah so we do uh hoarders cleans mainly for social services or somebody that perhaps is in hospital and cannot come home till their house has been gutted um, we don't have any room for those monday to friday so we do them as a team event, all 13 of us, usually on a Saturday morning, usually only two or three hours because there's so many of us, we're in and out. Um, and I use that, yes, as a team building event. And I've done my fair share of hoarders cleans. And again, it's people that maybe need to be discharged from hospital yes. and they can't come home until the house is suitable. Yes. Um, they can be challenging, can't they? But you know, if you're the kind of person that loves it, yes, it's a fun day out. Absolutely, yes. And we know people love it because you see TV programme after TV programme. Yeah. We get to live that life. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So the end result is that person gets to come through, back through their door to a house that they can live in and clean bedding and clean clothing and food in the fridge. And they may not have had that for five, ten years. No, absolutely not. No. And that's what we need, someone who cares. Absolutely. And 
This is what, when I was talking to you about this podcast, I know that the real reason that people work for you is because your personality, I did say it was kind of infectious, it's not the coronavirus, it's not infectious, <laughs> but it's addictive. Um, being around you, you are so positive, that energy, it invigorates everyone around you. Even tonight, I was like, oh, do we have to do a podcast? I'm tired. And I was like, come on, Heidi, yes, we you can do, do this. Yes, you we can do it. Um, but people really love being around you. And that oh. makes a difference to mm. your team, to your community. That really seems to be what sets you guys apart. Yes. Yeah. Just we, I love and I'm passionate and I appreciate what we do. And having a career in the past that I haven't always felt this way, but what my business gives me and all my staff and the support that it gives us to our families, I just think we have the best job in the world. And what does it give you? It gives me the flexibility to take my children to school, to pick them up, to go to medical appointments without asking for permission, to collect them after school on a Friday and set straight off in the motorhome, um, and just to be there for my children. Make a difference and feel good. Yes. As long yes. as you don't mind having your rhino skin with you. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. So, Heidi, final question. A lot of people would like to do what you do, would like to deliver the kind of service, to have these kind of relationships with people. What hints and tips would you give to anyone that was thinking about getting into this? Um, I think just have very clear guidelines from the beginning of what you want to do, what you legally can do and can't do, um, and just have very clear boundaries on what you want to offer as your service and make sure you've got the right insurance built for you and constantly checking that back. So as we develop, we may do something that we've not done before and I need to make sure that we have the correct insurance in place to, to do that. And training. And training and, yeah, everything, just to make sure and that the staff are happy for that, maybe that curveball that's just popped up in our role. And it's not something that's quite easy to drift into, is it? It's been quite a, like, planned effort. Yeah, definitely. So my uh, heart always laid with the elderly. That stemmed from my godfather getting scammed out of £25,000. Um, and so I realised there was a massive niche in the market for, um, for people that needed help, but perhaps didn't need care, but did need support in their home and needed more of a friendly face. Oh, and I'm so pleased that someone like you has found the vocation and is making the difference to all these people. Thank you. Heidi, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me for the second time tonight. Thank you. The microphones were turned on <laughs> and I can't wait to get the feedback from this podcast. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you.